Welcome everyone to Beyond the Panel, brought to you by Balancing Life's Issues, the Business Council of Westchester, and Westchester's ultimate headhunter, the Headless Horseman. I'm your host, Kai, and we're here to give the Talent Tuesday panelists an opportunity to follow up and dive a little deeper into the subject matter they recently spoke to on the webinar. Welcome to the program, Diana. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. And so tell us a little more about yourself and how you're helping businesses retain talent in Westchester County. Sure. I have my own HR consulting company focused on accessible, customized, strategic HR services. It's called Rebillo HR. And the a, a way to help companies retain talent is by understanding the needs, what's going on inside an organization, and then developing customized action plans. So one of the things I do is I conduct surveys to identify what people are thinking. I also run focus groups to get further insights. And then I develop talent retention action plans customized to the needs of a specific organization. Wow. So it's like a lot of like data gathering and then kind of creating action plans? Yes, because you don't want to base your actions on just ideas. Emotional, gut. You want, exactly, right? You want uh, something that impacts the bottom line. (laughs) So let's talk about attraction then. Um, Everyone should be able to sell their organization was something that you talked about on the webinar. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. The employee value proposition. Everybody who is interviewing should be able to respond why a talented individual should be working for you, right? Mm -hmm. But there is a further concept, which is segmented employee value proposition. So instead of just standing for one thing in your organization, you get to think what attracts different pool of candidates and then outline that during the interview process, right? Right. So... Uh, like I was saying, scientists and financial people may be different. They mm-hmm. may be looking for something different, right? right? So be able to elaborate in the process. And also um, generations may be looking for different things. Some may want flexibility. Some may work developmental opportunities. So thinking of like a marketeer sure. would think in advertising, but just you're selling your own organization to a candidate. Marking the success of that would be anybody in the company would be able to market market a role? Yeah, yeah, it could be, right? But uh, yeah. definitely it's very important for the people involved in an interview process to be able to do that, right? Because they'll sure, be of course, the, yeah, most importantly. Yeah, exactly, but anybody should be able to. So I guess talking about getting to that place where you're interviewing individuals, you know, I think for some employers it's maybe a little, too little too late kind of idea, like realizing, oh, I just lost this talented individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the exit interviews, right? Like that's when it's too late when somebody already quit and they are telling you they are leaving and then you do the exit interview. You know, you don't want to get to that point. So that's why it's so important that organizations conduct things proactively, like stay interviews. That's a proactive approach to retention. You haven't reached the point of losing your talent, but you still want to know why are they happy or what you can improve in your organization. So conducting those interviews with your employees is one of the best 
proactive strategies that a company can Got do. Got it. And so that's kind of the different than a performance review, right? Yes. Staying interviews are not performance reviews and they shouldn't be conducted close to each other. So like if you are doing your performance reviews once a year in the month of like, let's say June, you don't want to do your staying interviews very close mm. to it. You want them to be separated, gotcha. right? It's more of a conversation about how people are feeling and it's not a rating tied to it, you know, so definitely separate. Gotcha. And, and can those conversations feel like pretty personal? Yes, they can feel and there is nothing wrong with that, right? To to be able to talk about how you feel about your work space. And if some things come up that the manager is uncomfortable, the manager could reach out to HR to get some advice on how to manage it. But there is nothing wrong with a little bit of how you're feeling at the workplace. And it might be helpful. Your manager might be able to help you with anything. And I know from personal experience, I think whenever a, a boss or manager kind of checked in with me, like on a personal level, like, how are you mm -hmm. doing here? Like, is there anything like we can do to help you? Like, I always really appreciated that. So I think building a rhythm of that, mm -hmm. you know, would even give, you know, the opportunity to look forward to it or, you know, keep a list, a list of, of things I'd like to address in that, which is mm -hmm. feels very different. A performance review feel like, oh boy, I'm going in and, you yes. know, maybe you're nervous. Whereas this, you call it a, a is it a talent review? A stay interview. A stay, a stay interview, interview is, which is a little bit different from talent reviews, but I also spoke about that. A talent review is a process that a leadership team in an organization conducts to talk about the talented people in a team oh, okay. and what they can become. Sure. and what development opportunities they need. So it's a little bit different, but it's also a really great uh, tool to retain talent. A lot of people quit the job because they don't see a future. Mm. They don't see the next step, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. organizations need to make sure they are talking to individuals about the opportunities of growth, especially for people who are gifted or have like a special talent or are very good at their mm -hmm. job, right? They Anybody could steal them. So the leadership team in a talent review meets once or twice a year, talk about talented people, like what development opportunities are there, what role they could do in the future, how they can grow, mm -hmm. a little bit of succession planning. And that's kind of a, another tool to retain talent talent reviews. So Very you see, cool. there are things out there that companies can do regardless of their size. Sure. It doesn't matter if you have five people or 20 people or a hundred or mm -hmm. thousands. You can always do a stay interviews. You can always do talent reviews. These are easy tools for any organization to implement. You know, when we're talking about tools to implement, I think a lot of what we see right now is kind of the action and in, in DEI, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm -hmm. And I really, really enjoyed kind of your your stance on, you know, action versus words, mm -hmm. right? Um, so yeah. yeah, can you talk a little bit more about that in your experience? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, a lot of companies are doing the verbal commitment to DEI is kind of fashionable, right? Sure. But, um, and it's what actions you're putting behind, right? And actions means either resources or budget, right? right. 
So it's a commitment that goes farther. And it's in difficult times when economies go to rocky time, it's easy to decide to cut this type of initiatives. So it's how long are you sticking with it? Right. And right. what what are what are you doing for it? Sure. And so when it comes to retaining retention or even attracting individuals to begin with, I think this, you know, this surface level DI, DEI effort. Right. Mm-hmm. But then once I'm in the interview or once I'm in my stay interview, you know, what's that conversation like um, that's that's, you know, helping keep those individuals around? Right, exactly. If you are just talking about it and people are not seeing actions, mm-hmm. they may mention that in in a in a conversation, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, so that's important. And I also spoke a little bit about the leadership. Um, an organization that doesn't reflect the workforce, right? Uh-huh. It, it's not a good example of DEI if you're saying we believe in diversity and everybody in the leadership looks the same. Right. And nobody looks like the workforce or like the U.S. Sure. Of course. Right? Yeah. So uh, that's an example of concrete actions that can be taken to show commitment to DEI, uh-huh. having leaders in an organization that look like everybody else in the workforce in the U.S. Wow. Well, so that's a great way to put it. And, you know, I think that is kind of like brings brings our time to a little bit of a close here. But, uh, you know, I wanted to thank you, Diana. Um for for joining us today. Oh, no, thank you. This was a pleasure. Of course. And thanks to Balancing Life's Issues, the Business Council of Westchester, and Westchester's ultimate headhunter, the Headless Horseman. Be sure to check out thebcw.org for upcoming webinars and events, including Talent Tuesdays. Until next time, everyone, take care. Take care.